Good morning, everyone. Good morning. good morning. And good morning to those who are watching online as well. We're so Welcome. glad that you're here today. Greetings. So we've been in, um, you know, every not every week necessarily, but a lot of times, very often I'll be going through some psalms and just gives a, a verse or two. And we were in uh, Psalms 18, and it began, he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, right? Our salvation and our stronghold. And last week then we kind of went a little deeper into Psalms 18 and said, and it was talking about he delights in us, right? The Lord delights in us. The Lord delights in you. Amen. And so David now is in this chapter is over being overcome. He's over, he's seen the Lord overcome many of the enemies that are against him, many of the adversaries against him in the Psalms 118. And he's like, the Lord, Lord helps me, right? Um, and we see, we see this, and then he goes, the Lord lives. Again, when, when adversary and enemies and all these things seem to be attacking you and, and life is burdened and just you're broken before the Lord and you realize that he's your help, he's your strength, he's your refuge. And he goes now, the Lord lives, praise to be my rock, exalted be God my savior. He is the God who avenges me, who subdues the nations under me, who saves me from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From violent men you rescued me. Therefore, when you see that word therefore, you stop paying attention. Therefore, I will praise you among the nations, O Lord. I will sing praises to your name. He gives his great he gives his king's great victories. He shows unfailing kindness to his anointed to David and his descendants forever. I will praise thee, I will praise thee, I will praise thee. So let's stand if you can, and let's praise the Lord. And today's gonna be a day of worship. Today's gonna be a day of just praising the Lord. Today's gonna be a day of testimony. Today's gonna be a day of just rejoicing in the goodness of what God has done and is doing and will continue to do. Amen. Father God, we just love you today, oh God. We're so thankful, Lord God, for the things that you're doing in this church, oh God. For the testimonies that we will hear today today, oh God, for the many great things that you are doing, God Almighty, for the lives that have been touched and transformed by your power, oh God. We love you, mighty God. You are our King. You are our God. Lord, no matter what we go through, oh God, no matter what comes before us, oh God, no matter what hardships, oh God, we want to be broken before you, oh God. We want to bow before you, oh God. We want to kneel before you, oh God, because you are a good God. You are a good Father. You are the mighty one, oh God. There's no one like you. So we want to bless your name. We want to praise your name right now as we go into the season of just worshiping you, oh God. Elevate us, Lord, as we humble ourselves in your sight. Elevate us, oh Lord, to new heights, oh God. Protect this church, oh God. And let us move in your power and your authority, Lord. Awaken us, oh God. Awaken us, oh God, so we see you with clarity, oh Lord. And bless that all that we do today, oh God, whether we're we're in church or or watching from our homes or remote, Lord, whatever it is, oh God, may your power go forth, oh God, and touch lives in a mighty way. We thank you for all that's said and done. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's worship the Lord together, church. Hallelujah. Oh, my hopes found in you always fail. 
Bye. 
Thank you so much, Crossroads Worship Team. That was just an amazing time of worship, worshiping the Lord and praising the Lord. And we're so glad and honored and privileged today to have Teen Challenge with us. David Wilkerson in 1958 started this program. It's an amazing program, a recovery program for drug and alcohol types of addiction. And most of these men will, will spend several months in the program. And so we're so honored to have them here today. We're so glad that they're here. Continue to bless them and pray over them. And so right now, hey, Matt, why don't you come on up and bring you guys up and let's just bless the Lord. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, my name is Matthew Davis. I'm the um, church services and uh, program development coordinator for Teen Challenge New Jersey. I was here actually two years ago as a resident, gave testimony. And, you know, coming back here today just brought back, you know, memories of the day that we were here. So I... Um, I got to say, we're very humbled to be back. I um, Over the last four months, you know, at the center, we've been not doing too much, obviously. Um, everything that we can. And as the church services coordinator, I'm responsible for the schedule. Uh, for the center of the, the churches that we go to each week and we sing and do our songs and testimonies at. And yeah, I've been rescheduling almost all the services that we've had. In the last four months, uh, on, on one hand, I can, I can name you know, how many services we were actually able to do. So a couple weeks ago, I got a, I got a call from Pastor, and I'm like, oh no, here we go. You know, it's another one I got to reschedule. And we had a great conversation, and the you know thoughts and intentions were never to reschedule us, but only to to come today and do our songs and testimony. So Pastor, thank you for having us. I mean, it's just a it's it's a real big boost. Um, we haven't been able to get out too much in the past couple months, and. You know, and do what we do. The church services and the fundraising got kind of shut down for three months, and you know, so it, it's been tough. You know, but in the tough time that we're in, we've always found that it's a good time to get to know one another, to get things done on campus, to help out any way that we can. Um, for instance, uh, there's a mission uh, called Convoy of Hope, and they started a new uh, thing called Boxes of Hope. Basically, they give out boxes with products in them to those suffered from uh, um, the, the current epidemic. And um, you know, a lot of the churches, they couldn't actually pack these boxes in several hundred at a time because of social distancing. But not Teen Challenge, you know, we're 50 guys up at the center, we're quarantined, we're ready to work. So we actually ended up cutting down a couple trees on our campus to make room for the big 53-foot tractor trailers. They were coming, literally like a convoy, uh, onto the property and we're, we, we put all the, the products out on our pavilion, under the roof, and. We were packing three, four hundred boxes a day, so it was pretty cool. Um, we've been able to give back in that in that fashion, and with that, during this time, we're able to see those that have a heavy heart for Teen Challenge, um, all the, the the food organizations and and things like that that just keep donating food to us and you know donating products and anything that they can. Um, you know, it's you get to a certain point that you just think that the world is you know going a certain direction and then something like this happens it's unfortunate but you start to see the hearts of people and it's really cool to you know to be able to experience that especially here at team challenge um 
the men with me here today, you know, we've all suffered from addiction in our lives. Um, you know, we tried everything to overcome our addiction to drugs and alcohol. Nothing worked, of course, um, until we came to Teen Challenge where we were able to realize that, you know, addiction is sin. Only Jesus can forgive sin in our lives. So we're going to do, and we've got, we've got a full star study cast for you guys today. We've got great music and testimonies, surprises. We're going to have a lot of fun. So um, I wanted to go through a couple of uh, slides with you guys. And I know that you guys know who we are and, you know, Team Challenge and Pastor Wilkerson and what he did back in 1958 to start the next, you know, uh, Team Challenge Center and, and, and get us going. We, we have now over 240 centers in the U.S. and almost uh, 1,100 in the world. So if you would go to the first slide, please, I'd like to show you guys uh, what we've been up to. Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> I was looking at that. So, yeah, our, um, our campus, uh, we had 60 beds um, that were done. We have been working over the last couple of years on the last three dorms that we have on uh, campus. And we just got a certificate of occupancy at the beginning of last month. So we now are open for 90 beds. Um, construction's done, so we're able to help more people. So that's definitely good news. Um, eight buildings are fully renovated on campus, and 88 acres uh, was donated to us uh, five years ago by a uh, old Baptist camp. They uh, needed a nonprofit to take it over, and Team Challenge just happened to be at the right place at the right time. You know, being in Newark for many years, we uh, were in a bad neighborhood, and it just wasn't a good situation. So we thank the Lord for what He was able to bless us with. Next slide. So you can see our cabins, that's what they did look like. There was no insulation in the walls. It was a summer camp. It was, it was pretty bad. We had to redo everything. Um, on campus, you see to the right, uh, the, the, the finished product. We got a, a Tempur-Pedic mattress donation. So everybody's got $1,000 mattresses in their bunk bed. So definitely nicer than any apartment I ever had for sure. Next slide, please. All right, that's the chapel to the left and then to the right, um, our new chapel. And uh, Pastor, I think we have you on the schedule to come over and give the message to the guys in a couple of weeks. So we look forward to you checking that out. Uh, you can see inside there, we spend a lot of time there. We have prayer in the morning and evening in chapel. And then we do two chapels Monday and Tuesday night. So we're very thankful of uh, how nice it is in, this, you know, in the chapel and that you know, we get to spend a lot of time with it. Next slide, please. And you see uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, these are three ways you can follow us. If you guys please go on Facebook and like us. Um, you know, we are starting to get back to normal now. We got our wheels spinning again, and we will definitely keep you entertained. So if you follow us on Facebook, we're just, we're, we're better than cable, all right? We do so much for the communities that we serve, you know, um, that will definitely keep you going. Next slide. And as you can see, we had the little goodie table over there on the way. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it. Um, coffee and tea products. Uh, we've had a tough time the last three, four months. We're not government or state funded, so you know we try to do what we can to bring a little income to the center. If you're out of coffee or tea at the house, we have you know very good products. They're very good. We also have devotionals, and uh, our new um, Change Lives Volume Seven just came out, which is ten stories of people who graduated the program, what they went through, and now how their lives are today as a result of the program. So if you would stop by the table, say hi to us, give us a high five, pick up a bag of coffee. You know, stop by the table on the way on the way out. We'd really appreciate it. Next slide, please. Hey guys, you want to come on up? So when you guys came in, you guys got a prayer card. I know Pastor said he has these in the um, in the foyer. If you could please fill one out uh, with a prayer, we do like I said, two prayers a day. We will pray several times on these cards, and also if you put your email address at the bottom, you'll get our monthly newsletter. I take um, pictures of like the latest and greatest of what we did that month. And we post them uh, on the first of the month in a month in a little newsletter. So 
you know, we'd appreciate it if you uh, would fill one out and return it at the end, and you'll get the newsletter each month. So we go to the next slide, please. All right, so now we're going to do some songs and testimonies, and uh, I want to thank everybody also for all the gifts that you, uh, all the, the things on the list that we need at the center. Things like laundry detergent and notebooks, we go through them by the ton, so as you can imagine. So I just want to thank you guys for that, and we're going to get started now. Thank you.
book says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Um, my name is Terrence Tyson. Uh, I'm from Camden, New Jersey. Uh, out there, it's a little bit different than the country roads we're looking at today. Um, I'm the oldest of uh, eight siblings. Uh, and, uh, my mother was a prostitute and hooked on drugs. No fathers. So everything was left up to me and my twin brother. Uh, and we, uh, we didn't do no hide and seek, no red light, green light, none of that. We uh, quickly got into the streets. We had to put uh, what little bit of money we had to feed the rest of our siblings. And uh, I was just, there was a pain inside me that I, I never could really get, get a control of, right? So all the money, all the cars, women, it doesn't fill it. Uh, that, that space right there, that void that I'm missing was for God, you know what I'm saying? I've been shot, stabbed, OD'd a couple times, and through the grace of God, he kept me here. You know, he's kept me here because there's a calling on my life. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. Each and every person in this room has a divine purpose that only you can do that God wants you to do. You know what I mean? Amen. We're all different, but we serve the same God. Amen. And that's to bring glory to his name. Um, there's nothing we can't do without him. I'm living proof of that. There's no reason I should be standing in front of you guys today, but I'm here. And uh, for the rest of my days on this earth, I'm going to praise the Lord. Psalms 46, the Lord is my refuge and strength. A very helping hand in the time of trouble. So as you guys can see, we uh, we always bring, we try to bring live music with guitarists and everything uh, to each choir. And somehow the Lord always provides guitarists to Teen Challenge. And we always have some way they can play guitar, learn guitar. But the Lord has blessed us even further than that. Um, one of our newer residents, Tim, brought a set of bagpipes with him when he came to Teen Challenge. So, I mean... I, I, I just am so excited today. Uh, he's going to play Amazing Grace for us, and this is Tim Henry.
grew up in uh, inner city Buffalo, New York. Um, you know, when my parents moved from Buffalo to Newark, where they felt safe. Um, <laughs> you know, but I didn't have a bad life. Mother and father were there. Um, you know, uh, we, you know, as time went on, we went from you know, uh, progressively went on from you know inner city to a nice neighborhood. Um, you know, my mother was my mother was a producer for ABC Television. Um, worked for Monday Night Football. Uh, I played sports my entire life. Played minor league baseball. I had a pretty good life. Pretty much had what I thought was I had everything together. And then at age 35, um, I left a job that I had worked my behind off to get to, and for my family, for my wife and my kids, um, and moved back to her uh, her home, um, which the first time I felt uh, depression, I didn't understand. Depression. I didn't uh, understand what people who were depressed would, you know, couldn't get through the day. Um, I didn't understand suicide. I didn't understand those things um, until I finally felt it at age 35. Um, you know, the truth is that my job and those things that I had were my God, right? Um, and so when I lost those things, I thought that I had lost everything that I knew and who I was as a person. Um, so I went through depression and started using. Substances in order to um, counteract that. So from 35 to 38, uh, my life was a little crazy, uh, and it was literally it was even more crazy for the people in my life, my wife, my kids, my family. Because one, they weren't used to it. Right? It's not like they grew up doing this, but also, you know, I was, you know, everything that I was to them, I was no longer provided by the father that I was from three children. Um, so I needed help. Now, thank God for a praying mother, a praying wife, and people who surrounded me in a time where I wouldn't pray for myself. Um, you know, God had carved a way and made a way for me to end up in this program years before I even started doing drugs, right? So, you know, I know that he's been working on my behalf and he allowed me to come to this place. And, you know, since I've been here, I've, um, man, I'll tell you, it's not easy, right? 12 to 15 months in the program is not easy. But, you know, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? So I had an opportunity to renew my mind. I had an opportunity to renew a relationship. I grew up in the church. so. Wasn't like I didn't know who God was. Not like, wasn't like I didn't believe, right? But addiction and sin attacks everyone. And when you think you have it, it's when he really attacks you, right? So I got an opportunity to wear my wildest dreams and I think that I'd have a year to spend renewing a relationship with God. Never. But I had that. And God has been faithful and God has been true to his word. And, you know, I stopped doing, right, that depression that I had was literally taking six milligrams of Xanax for a long period of time to deal with the anxiety, right? I stopped that, I stopped that cold turkey, right? What I really came to realize is that I've stopped calling myself something that God has never called me, right? And I stopped saying, 
to myself that I can't do this because he called us to be more than conquerors, yeah. right? So now as I go on, I'm actually gonna spend a little time being an apprentice here to give back to a, a, a program that um, allowed me to, allowed God to save me, right? And allowed me to become a man walking in what God's purpose is for my life. So, you know, I just urge you know, anyone who's going through anything, it's not, you know, I know we deal with drugs and alcohol here, but sin itself, you really have to attack this thing. Amen. You really have to attack this thing because it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from, right? It lives and it attacks all of us in our lives. But God is greater than all of that. Right? He truly is. And I'm blessed and I'm honored. Um, give my life to him every day, just trying to, again, walk in the footsteps that he's guided for me and that he's made a path um, so that I can be the man he's called me to be. Thank you. Uh, how you doing? My name is uh, Dwayne Douglas Wonkel. Uh, my nickname is Zeke. Um, that is from Ezekiel the Bible. Uh, my father named me that. But um, um, I'm, I grew up in a small town. Delango in South Jersey on the Delaware River. Uh, River. Uh, found, I grew up with um, four siblings, uh, two brothers and a sister, um, mother and father. Um, my mother stayed home. My father worked. Um, my father was an alcoholic. Um, he drank you know, the whole time since I was born up until he passed away in December 12th of 93. Um, but uh, yeah, um, alcohol and drugs were, were bad in, in our town. It's one square mile. Um, just everybody did it. It's like most towns in America. You know, it's ratted. It's everywhere. Um, but I was the uh, type of kid where, like, I was in special education. Um, wasn't real book smart. Um, I was good in sports, but fear was a big part of my life. So I got into drugs. Um, the age of, I guess, 15 or 16. Um, started with pot. Um, you know, just carried on with the hard stuff. But, um, so I did that for 35 years. And then in 2000, the winter of 2013, I was walking to a store and I saw a buddy of mine. Um, and I hadn't been to church in a long time. Um, I did grow up in a Methodist church, but I hadn't been to church in a long time. So I was still feeling my addiction, but uh, and he asked me if I wanted to go to church. I said, yeah, sure. And then uh, he asked me if I wanted to get down on my knee and get myself to Christ right down there. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll go to church. Because uh, I didn't really know Christ. I knew who God was growing up. I grew up in the church, but I didn't really have no relationship. I wasn't really taught properly you know, who Christ was. Um, so I went to church, and uh, and then I heard a sermon, and it, you know, it blew me away. Convicted me. Um, and I just kept going. Started giving my uh, my time on Saturdays to the church when you know when they needed me. Uh, and. Uh, you know, so this whole time I was in my addiction, and then I went to um went to a program in 2017 called America's Keswick, the Colony of Mercy, down by the shore, uh, White, New Jersey. Uh, I was there for 95 days, and I smoked, so I had to leave. So, uh, you know, part of my addiction was smoking cigarettes. So um, I went right back into my addiction, and then uh, um, it was through 17 to 19, um, teen challenge kept popping up on Facebook, church, everywhere I went. Teen challenge. I'm like, oh, I think I'm going away. But I fought it for a couple of years, and then I just got, I felt like I got cornered by the Holy Spirit. 
said, you know, really. Um, but it was a verse that, that I'll share with you um, that actually got me here. But yeah, so um, I fought that and then uh, just finally came to terms that I needed help and that, and that uh, to be a disciple can't do a part time. So God has called me to serve people, make disciples, love God, and love Christ. That's why I came to the challenge. But, um, so the verse was uh, Hebrews 10, um, chapter 10, verse 22, 23. Draw me with a true heart, um, full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast our confessions of hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And I just wanted to read something to you. This is Jesus speaking um, as he taught his disciples, his disciples taught us, and we learned through modeling, you know, modeling Christ. But uh, Luke 4.18 says, uh, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of, of sight to the blind, to see, to set at liberty them that are bruised. And uh, I, I you know, truly feel that um, God is um, delivering me from for my addictions. And, uh, I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, it is a blessing you know, to be here to worship. I remember when I was in America's Keswick, I used to go in the chapel and I, you know, I would sing uh, Good, Good Father by Chris Tomlin over and over again. I would pray to God and uh, I would tell him that I wanted to sing the play. But he wasn't going to have it in my addiction. You know, he had to get me to pull me out of it. So um, I come to Teen Challenge and I'm like, okay, um, so, I mean, he gives me a harmonica, not a guitar. I'm like, oh, man, uh, I don't know, I, I've never played the harmonica in front of anybody. And I'm like, okay, well, if I trust in you, then I'm going to play it. And then eventually he did put me in front of the guitar, and then he you know, uh, put me next to this, I'm the guitar player, this guitar player. And he answered my prayer that I can sing and play for him. Amen. And that's what we're going to do. Amen. Thank you very much for listening.
I just wasn't able to. Um, and a lot of times that I go on online in, in the years that I was going through my addiction, you know, you guys can see those commercials on TV where they're like, they're cooking five-star gourmet meals and riding horseback and through the woods and all these luxury things. Yeah, a lot of money to go to these programs, you know. I it, it, Probably you guys have run into us. We do like the shop rights and the stores, the Starbucks. We hand out pamphlets and we raise funding that way. I ran into a woman one day. She was crying from the second I started talking to her about how her daughter needed help. So she sent her out to Montana to, I, I don't know, it was some you know rehab facility, and she had the cash in her 401k to do it. Uh, and when the insurance ran out and that ran out, uh, she got a call one day. The very day that her money ran out, they dropped her off at a train station. Nice, right? Yeah. You know, and I thought I was hopeless because I didn't have money or insurance, but because Teen Challenge took me without those two things, and uh, you know, 12 months I graduated the program, became staff, and uh, I mean, it gave me the opportunity to know what purpose God had for me. If I would have told you three years ago that I would be standing up here on stage talking in public, which I'm not a public speaker, mind you, you know, Jesus developed me into a public speaker. You know, I would have fallen over if you'd have told me I'd have been doing all these things. But because God picked all of us out of the world to become his next leaders, you know, and this program is training. The challenge in Teen Challenge is to stay. That's what I try to tell these guys. If you don't like the food, stay. You know, you'll get through it. If you don't like the program, stay. Give yourself a chance to have an interaction with God and change your life and move forward in the right direction. So, you know, this program is wonderful. And... The biggest thing about it is that we'll take anybody in, regardless of money or insurance. And uh, you know, you guys could, you know, obviously help out today, buy a bag of coffee or tea, or sponsor one of our guys. We, we definitely appreciate it, um, Pastor. I know I, I had to ask you to make sure, and I'm glad I did. Um, I wanted to say thank you for having us this year. Uh, thanks for you know all that you've done for us over the years. Um, I wanted to give you a 365 Teen Challenge devotional that just came out, and a bag of our roasted to perfection decaf coffee. Fun request. <laughs> thank you so much. Father God, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for those, Lord, who are willing to serve in this church, those who are willing to give, oh God, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that even though we don't collect offering as we normally do anymore, God, you still fill the box with love. You still fill the box with support. Lord, it comes in the mail. It comes online, Lord. It comes through personally giving, oh God. Oh Lord, you you meet the needs, Lord, in so many different ways, oh God. So we are so thankful and so fortunate, Lord God, for a giving church, a church that gives, a church that blesses, a church that is generous, a church that is willing to serve and, and serve you, oh God. We're so thankful for it, oh God. Now, Lord, I just pray that you once again bless this whole entire group and all that happened today, oh God, that seeds would be sowed and Lord, that'll be a, a great harvest that comes out of it. And Lord, and that lives will be touched, oh God, and transformed by your power. We're so grateful for what you have done in our hearts, oh Lord. We're so thankful for uh, this offering and this blessing that has come upon us with, with word and song and testimony, oh Lord. Unite us as brothers and sisters, oh God. Unite us, Lord, as the family of God, Lord. Help us, Lord, with all the things that are happening in this society. Help us, Lord, to be able to unite in prayer and faith in one and so, Lord God. Even, Lord, through these, through the country that is going in so many different directions, oh Lord, help us to still point people to Jesus. Help us, oh God, to still be on mission and vision, oh God, to, to promote the good news of Christ, oh God. Lord, and in our comings and goings, bless us now, I pray. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.